You're listening to Out of the Box, a place for marketers to get inspired, get going, and break out of the box. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Jess Overton. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Schaefer, VP of U.S. Ad Sales at IronSource, and Adrian Rice, Director of Media Investment at MNC Saatchi Performance. Adrian, Sarah, thank you very much for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking about the consumer, consumer insights, trends, performance marketing leading into Q4 of what is a pretty challenging year. Before we really get into what we're talking about, uh, which is the holiday marketing playbook, I want to hear a little bit about you guys. So, Sarah, why don't we start with your history? How'd you get into the industry? What do you do? Tell us all about yourself. Great. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, I started in the industry 20 years ago um, and started here in the Silicon Valley at a, at a small little company called Yahoo, uh, where I did uh, ad operations. And so I learned the back-end details of how to have an ad called from a server, um, how to do advertiser setup, which was a really great background for me in the career that uh, that I'm working in now, um, because it's really important to understand how those things work. So after that, I moved to the account management side. I worked in dating for a little while. Um, I have been with Tapjoy now for 13 years, which was acquired by IronSource about a year ago. So I'm a brand new IronSource employee. Um, very excited about the roles uh, and the movement that we've had thus far. I'm now running US ad sales. I was doing global before, so I had some history with the APAC and EMEA groups, um, and really diving into what performance marketers need uh, from a both video and offer wall side. So we'll dive into that a bit a bit more, but um, that's what I'm doing today, and that's how I got here. Amazing! I, I love I love to hear stories of people who really started from the bottom and 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 stuck with it. Right, twenty years is a heck of a a heck of a career, especially starting from Yahoo. I'm sure that we could talk for a whole episode just about that, but uh, but it's not just you and me uh, today. Adrian has joined us. Adrian, where did you start your journey, and what do you do today? Hello. Um, so I've been in media for over eight years, not quite the twenty that Sarah has, but um, I started in San Francisco right out of college as a media planner, working in the agency space. Um, worked there for a few years. Then I moved to Sydney, Australia and worked in media for a few years there. Um, then I wanted to get a bit closer to home um, and moved to Los Angeles, which is where I'm from, um, and started working at MNC Saatchi Performance about four years ago. So that's really where I kind of started in mobile specifically. It was um, a whole new industry to learn, um, which was really exciting and fun. Um, and yeah, it's been a great ride at MNC Saatchi Performance. Um, currently, I'm the Director of Media Investment, so I lead up the U.S. buying team working with partners like IronSource um, to execute really effective media buys for our clients. Cool. So I think we've got enough experience between the three of us that we should be able to talk intelligently about what's coming uh, uh, for this quarter for marketers. It's 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 been a rocky couple of years, uh, and this year especially. Uh, I don't think we need, we're going to go too far into the macroeconomic factors that are really impacting uh, uh, marketing spend these days, as well as consumer behavior and consumer uh, uh, um, uh, 
uh, attitude towards uh, towards what's happening. But that that's definitely something that we're going to touch on. Um, our, our main topic of conversation today is uh, uh, is a marketer's playbook for for this holiday season, right? So Iron Source and MNC Sachi have uh, uh, have partnered up to provide marketers really uh, uh, a roadmap on how to navigate the next couple of months, uh, what we should be doing, what we should be thinking about. We used our mobile voice voice market research solution to dive into consumer insights around shopping, gifting, mobile advertising, shopping days, and gaming during the holidays. Uh, I can tell you, for those of you listening who haven't yet read this report, uh, I'd say it's a must read, though I'm slightly biased. Uh, There is a huge amount of really actionable and interesting uh, information that I I must say I was surprised by quite a bit of it, given as I say today's uh, sort of macroeconomic environment. I I was really surprised to hear to hear some of the insights. Adrian, I'd like to hear from you first what you thought was the most interesting data point in the report and why. Sure. Um, so one that I thought was very interesting was that sixty four percent of consumers say that they enjoy the gift-giving aspect of the holidays. And this beats out receiving gifts, which came in at just 48%. Um, And then spending time with friends and family was the top choice. So that was number one for everyone. And I just thought that that was really sweet. And it just shows people are very generous. You know, they're thinking about their friends and family. They love like that warm and fuzzy feeling of the holidays. So how this can apply to advertisers is really in your like creative messaging. Like it's not only about the individual and what they want. It's about getting gifts for everyone on their list, you know, thinking about those family moments and kind of how can we help people get the best gifts, you know, for their friends and family. Absolutely. That's definitely an interesting take on how to tailor your creative because you've really got to know not only who you're targeting, but, who your target is targeting in their gift giving. And that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting nuance. Sarah, well, I, I guess I'd throw the same question over to you to open things up. What, what did you think was most interesting? I, I had the same reaction to that number of people intending to buy gifts on their, on their devices. You know, I think it, everybody got to that point at some point in, the, in their mobile device use. When do I feel comfortable buying something and having it shipped to my home? And you know, I think we've reached that tipping point now where the, the majority of consumers know they need to, to be on their device and have access. And you've got easy checkout methods like PayPal or um, or Amazon checkout. These these ways that that a lot of the brands have made it very easy to purchase. And, and now the intention is behind it as well. So that was one uh, key takeaway for me. I think um, another one was hearing about the number of users who were really tempted by a promotion and and we're more likely to buy something if a promotion was attached. I think sometimes when holiday buying is going on, that's something that's front of mind for shoppers, particularly around the holiday season. You know, everybody's got some sort of promotion to offer, but hearing users kind of opt into that and say, yeah, that's what I typically lean towards um, really gives advertisers a great direction on how to formulate their strategy. So let's talk about that a little bit more and, 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 and dive into how they formulate their strategy. How would you take that insight and turn it into something that really can be actioned? I think uh, it, it's really smart to think about unique um, sort of creative opportunities. You know, w- you know, one of the things kind of going back on what Adrian said is 
gift giving is is a is an interesting process, right? You can you can kind of know what someone wants and you can just go out and buy it. But it is really cool to think about discovering something that you think someone will want. And um, and part of that is a challenge for advertisers. How can you become sort of like someone who who allows for gift discovery? Um, and that to me really aligns with creating something unique, exclusive, a limited time only strategy, um, something that will make the the shopper really feel like they found something. Um, and that goes in line with really that that giving mentality. Interesting, Adrian. What what do you think? Yeah, I think that um, it makes sense that people are looking for deals right now, given like everything going on in the economy. Um, so that is going to be a really strong driver of why are they purchasing this and not something else. So just emphasizing like your great deals, your low prices, and then also really heavying up your media spend at those key like sale times, like Black Friday, Cyber Monday is going to have a big impact. Interesting. Yeah, and I, I'll I think they do. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'll just oh. add to, to quickly that I think that um, the Black Friday and Cyber, Cyber Monday are great guide points for offering special promotions or sort of being that sort of top of mind advertiser, but also to know that holiday shopping has already begun. And this is another insight we pulled out of the report is that people start shopping um, in the in the early to late fall, which I think was another uh, great thing to take out of that report. For sure. Some people start shopping in the summer. I don't know who they are. But uh, they're a very small percentage of people, but they are very organized or I guess they're crazy. But it's one of the two, but they're maybe they're just shoppers. I, I certainly I, uh, I started earlier. That's for sure. Although I, I, I always felt that that was the case when I was doing brick and mortar shopping, I guess, because then you have to deal with the lines. And maybe that's changing nowadays. Maybe it's a little bit, a little bit a little different. easier online on the phone. Exactly. I, uh, I I was particularly interested in in one of the stats that said that most people weren't or or a good percentage of people weren't planning on reducing their holiday spend, which I was interested to hear a little bit from 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 your perspectives because from what I'm seeing and hearing in 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 the industry when I'm talking to people they're not necessarily seeing purchase rates or or uh, 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 yeah I guess purchase rates go down but they are seeing average order values go down and that doesn't seem to jive with what consumers are saying. In, in this particular uh, in this particular survey, what's your take on that, Sarah? Yeah, it's it's an interesting thought. You know, one of the insights that came out of the report is the intention of how much you plan to spend online, um, and it did say, really, what you know, one of the, it, when you look at it by genre or even by demographic, it, it does look like not only that are people continuing to spend what they spent last year, but they're even intending on on spending more. Um, and, you know, I think I think that does have to do a lot with people really thinking about, hey, it's Q4. I've got a lot of people to buy for um, and, and doing that planning. So I think, you know, I think a lot of it is about kind of knowing that when you have the holidays coming up, you're typically knowing that this is a, an expense that you're that you're planning for way ahead of time. For sure. Interesting. Well, certainly, I think the other part that, that, that we saw in addition to planning, as perhaps, uh, as I think you mentioned, Sarah, is, is the buy now, pay later schemes, right? There's, uh, um, we have uh, uh, Klarna who's uh, uh, a force in this. We've got easier checkouts. We've got the ability to finance uh, uh, finance our payments, which not only if we plan in advance, but we can also then leverage these sorts of financial tools to make the burden a little bit easier on the consumer. Um, Adrian, I want to kick this one over to you. Can you, can you, 
Can you unpack a little bit about what buy now, pay later means for advertisers specifically? Yeah, I think that people are seeing this option more and more as they're shopping online, especially, and they're getting a lot more comfortable with it. Like you have a lot of brands partnering with Afterpay and Klarna and offering that service. So people are just getting more familiar. They're kind of more open to the idea of I don't have to pay for this all at once. I can kind of spread it out throughout multiple months with, you know, small or zero interest. So I think that just means people's purchasing power is going to go up. Like they're going to be, they're going to, it's going to make that conversion just that much easier to, to fulfill. Um, And I think the studies do show that conversions are increasing and the, even the amount, um, the purchase amount is going up as well. So it's definitely having like a real impact on shopping behavior, which is great for, you know, e-commerce companies that are looking to drive purchases. For sure. I think uh, uh, one of the things that, that I've been interested to see, in addition to the, the buy now, pay later, uh, is, is something that we talked a little bit about uh, uh, just a couple of minutes ago about, about the earliness of, of people buying, right? About getting, uh, getting your purchases done early. And I'm, I, I wanted to loop back to that because I sort of lost myself in thought about you know, how that also changes our advertising strategy over time through Q4 how we should be pacing our budgets, how we should be perhaps changing creatives to actually speak to, to those more functional aspects of life, right? We talk a lot about how we can show the product that we want to sell, how, we want, how, we're, how we're selling the gift in the end of the day. I wonder then how the sort of uh, logistical aspects should come into play when we're talking about our, our advertising strategies. Sarah, what, what do you think about that? We definitely work with our advertisers on creating strategies around specific holidays. Um, not not only even just in this the, the traditional holiday season, but making sure we're taking icons and um, putting a pumpkin in them around Halloween or celebrating the holidays. Not only to to celebrate and and grab the attention, but sometimes it's just a good time to move away from your normal day to day logo um, and and uh, just capture the eye of the user. Um, with something new. So, um, so we're working on that throughout the year. I mean, even for 4th of July or Valentine's day, we'll suggest doing that. We think it's a, it's a good idea. Um, you know, in addition to the timing, we always think about, um, uh, traditionally from the tap joy side, we work with currency sales. So we're thinking about trying to find ways to work with our publishers who offer these sales, um, in conjunction with an event like a holiday. So, uh, for example, we'll have the Halloween one coming up where some of our publishers will op- offer double currency. Um, and if the advertiser also increases their bid at that time, the the total benefit for the user is making that offer or that promotion that much more attractive. So um, the timing is really important there, clearly, because we usually plan these around around holidays. But uh, typically, we're seeing a lot more users in the market, right? Not, not too many people who are... Um, uh, in the office during that time. So you have a little more time off, you have some breaks, a little bit more uh, propensity to be using your entertainment apps. So things like that. That's why we think timing is, is very important in terms of, of holiday promotion. For sure. I think one of the things that, you know, you, you talked about testing uh, or, or changing up icons, you know, I guess that's probably, it comes hand in hand with A-B testing icons, right? I mean, even yes. though I guess times, times are a little bit tighter, right? How do you, how do you go about A-B testing a Halloween icon when, say, 
it's only relevant for one or two weeks. How, how do you iterate that quickly when you have these tight turnarounds? You know, usually through through the platform, it's it's easy to set up an A/B test and um, know pretty quickly what's winning, what's not winning. Uh, definitely want to keep an eye on metrics and making making sure that these are the are the right icons that they're getting clicks that they they don't change from what you're doing nor, normally in day to day. But it you know it does require a lot of of analysis and making sure that anything that you do put in front of the consumer is actually working. That's the most important piece. For sure. I'd like to I'd like to talk about another type of testing, which is markets identifying what new channels might be relevant around this time of year, understanding perhaps even when a channel is is saturated and making sure that you're really spending where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Adrian, how do you recommend your clients proceed in a time like this where every dollar is that much more important? And time is of the essence, as, as I think Sarah very rightly pointed out. Yeah, I mean, you want to get in, fr- in front of people where they are. So however they're using their phone or what media they're consuming, that's where you want to be. I think it's important to use the entire year to test and learn, um, to be trying new things and testing things out because holidays are the crunch time. Like that's when you want to take all of your learnings and really apply them and go big into them. Um, so really take, you know, all the things that you've done throughout the year and apply it now. And then, um, you want to maximize those channels that are working really well. And around this time, there's so many advertisers, um, trying to reach customers that the rates and the CPMs are, are going to be higher. That's just how it goes right now. Um, so expect that and really look at things like engagement rate and conversion rate to really see kind of when are you maxing out that channel? When do you kind of want to start pulling back or, or leveling off the spend? Because you are going to hit a point of diminishing returns at some point. And to, re- to really get to the nitty gritty, when, when you talk about understanding the saturation point, understanding when the conversion rates, the engagement rates start to peak, how, how light is your finger on the trigger? As I say, how quickly are you responding? How long do you, do you let a campaign run before you start to pull back? Um, I mean, you have to be pretty agile because the holiday season doesn't last forever. So um, we play really close attention to all of our campaigns, kind of looking at it multiple times per week and we'll ramp up and we don't necessarily pull back, but I would say level off. Like once you start to see those conversion rates um, decline, then you kind of know, okay, I've tapped it out. Let's see, you know, what other channels we can continue to ramp up and where else are we seeing success? Interesting. Well, I mean, if if we do get into the, go ahead, Sarah. Um, I think knowing what channels um, are flexible and agile, like Adrian mentioned, is really important going into the the holiday season, knowing which channels can take on more um, in in a quick turnaround. I think that's a a good tactic to use as you go into the holiday season. And when you say turn on more, you're talking pure volumes, you're talking performance, you're talking a combination of the two. Combination of the two really is knowing which channels um, can be scalable for you and in an instance where you have a goal or a target of what you're trying to hit. And if one partner is leveling off, like like Adrian mentioned, how quickly can you shift the um, budgets to a different partner or a different channel if needed? Um, because because I think remaining agile in a time that's really busy is is super important. And, it's, and, a, and a big challenge, right? For the most part, it's a... It's a big challenge, especially when people, as you say, 
are, are not necessarily going to be in the office as much. They're going to be at home with family. They're going to be, they're going to be playing games. They're going to be doing whatever they're going to be doing. And, uh, and, and we've got to make sure that, uh, that the ship is still uh, being steered in the right direction. I want to. I want to. I want to actually talk about one of the ad formats because Sarah, you you caught my attention with something that you said is that people are going to be they're going to be gaming a little bit more, right? And I I talked about that just now. I know certainly that that in my family that seems to be the case. Whether it's that they just don't want to talk to me or whether it's something else, that's that's another story altogether. But maybe one for for uh, family therapy. But one of the one of the the the, the more talked about formats, obviously, is is the rewarded formats. That, uh, uh, that brands are able to sort of capitalize on. Sarah, how do you think that retail brands can make the most of rewarded formats over the holidays? Yeah, it's a, it's a good strategy to think about when it comes to this notion of promotion. If we know that users, um, as a result of the study, really do like to capture onto something to promotion, if you combine that with a reward, um, it's, it's sort of double dipping for the user at the end of the day. They're not only getting... Um, rewards within the games that they're playing, but they're also receiving maybe a, a potential discount from the advertiser. So we work with a lot of our advertisers to make sure that um, that's front and center when they call out uh, what they're what they're promoting for the holidays. Um, and in conjunction with some of the currency sales, like I talked about earlier, um, making sure that the user is getting the most out of the transaction. So a reward for the user, special promotion from the brand, um, maybe even suggesting that the brand switches up their special promotion week by week. Um, it, one week, it could be 40% off. The next week, it could be a special package. Uh, I think the other thing that we we always highlight uh, within, the, within the space is if you're not a, a household name, if you're not a day-to-day uh, brand, can you feature the, the product? Can you make sure that you're highlighting what it is that you're bringing to the table? Um, and with a special promotion attached and some rewards, uh, you're going to see a lot of, of gift buying in, in uh, rewarded, rewarded advertising. Interesting, because that that was certainly one of the one of the things that I found very interesting. And as a uh, what what am I? I think I'm a millennial. I guess uh, I have I have the propensity to uh, uh, to buy at local businesses, and I think that uh, millennials were the leading local business buyers. So I'm always astounded at how much I I guess reverts to the mean but uh, there I am I'm horribly I'm a horribly predictable millennial but I do want to I do want to sort of call out the fact that that we saw a pretty wide range of of sort of purchasing behavior in terms of whether uh, whether people are good or consumers are going to buy at uh, 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 at small local businesses at the sort of general merchandise retails you call them sort of the quote-unquote platforms Versus what you were just talking about, Sarah, which is the, the D2C brands, right? Whether they be well-established or, or less well-established. And I assume if we focus specifically on D2C and the general merchandise retailers, that, that really there should be a, a pretty significant difference in their digital advertising strategies. Adrian, can you speak a little bit, of, a, a little bit to that? Yeah, I think... The general merchandise merchandise advertisers have a bit of an advantage because they sell so many things. So kind of anyone can be your audience. Like for any user that you reach, you're going to have some product, hopefully that is going to resonate with them that they might be interested to buy. So for them, I think really dynamic creative can be quite effective here because you can match up whatever product you have to the user um, and you have a lot to work with. Whereas 
direct to consumer brands, you know, you probably are specializing in one specific thing, one category or niche, and you have a very specific audience that you're going after. So for them, they have to be much more targeted in who they're reaching. Um, Definitely hone in on that most effective audience. Um, And um, yeah, it's more about your targeting and how and who you're reaching, how you're reaching them effectively, rather than maybe aligning once the creative or like a, a specific product with, you know, whoever it is that is viewing your ad. Interesting. Sarah, I guess I'd, I'd love to get your take as well. You spoke a little bit about uh, D2C. How do you see that whole, uh, that whole mix? Yeah, I think, I'm, um, I think direct to consumer marketers do have that challenge in making sure that their, their audience um, is first and foremost, uh, they're, they're getting the right audience. And a direct-to-consumer audience might change as you go into the holiday season, if you think about it, because we are in gift discovery mode now. So you might be, you might need to be in front of some people who you're not normally in front of, uh, because that person will be the gift buyer versus the gift receiver. And so um, that's that's really how we think about it. Is you might actually want to widen the audience a little bit, really spend a lot of time educating. What is this product? What comes with it? Um, why is it why is it useful to the to the gift receiver? Um, and then I, you know, you you think about the um, the sort of the larger retailers. I think those are those are must buys, right? I think those are when you're a gift buyer, you're you're probably going to buy a gift at Amazon, uh, maybe a few of them. So you know, I I think it's important to have tactics for both. Um, like Adrian mentioned, uh, one of them is a little bit about more reminding you, hey, we're here. It's time to buy. Come to Amazon. Let's check out your family's wish list. Um, and the other one is a little bit more about education. Here's why you might want to buy this gift for your brother, um, even though you might not be the intended target. So we, we started this discussion off talking about what data points you both thought were, were very interesting. I, I had a very different take on it. I'm very slowly or maybe very quickly coming around to the idea that the most interesting data point is that people most enjoy shopping for others. and Because this is really a, a data point that, that shapes creative, it shapes messaging, it shapes perhaps the channels that we should be buying on. And really, as we go into this this holiday season, that, that I'm, I think I'm a convert. I think this this might be the the takeaway of, uh, of the holiday report. Because it's super interesting. Like both of you say, it's really got to shape a lot of different facets of, of what we're doing, where we're marketing, what we're marketing, how we're marketing, how we're speaking. It really takes a, a, a very wide... Uh, a wide scope uh, of change, uh, th- that little that little data point. So kudos to both of you for convincing me in less than a half an hour of something that I wasn't convinced of. <laughs> Generally takes people longer. Uh, I want to take, I've got two more questions that I really want to get. You, you've both read the, read the report. You got early access. You got, I guess you're, you're well connected. You've understood the, the insights. You've, you've digested everything. I want to get Two, 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 two opinions from the both of you. First is as we go into this season, what channels should performance marketers be using to reach mobile consumers? Where should they be focusing their budgets? Sarah, let's start with you. We highlighted it a couple times um, earlier, but with the increased amount of people who take time off of work, I think about entertainment platforms, um, not just gaming, but OTT. Um, Shopping, retail, social, uh, people spending a little bit more time relaxing with family. So 
those are the channels that I think are super important even as we enter the holiday season. Uh, we are also at peak sports season right now, which I think is really important. We have uh, pretty much every major sports um, association is live and, and uh, NBA starting, NFL's full force. So you can think about this at, at this time uh, to, to think about those early shoppers in the market. Interesting. Adrian, what do you think? Um, yeah, I want to um, echo what Sarah said about rewarded video. I think that is a great channel right now because of all the competition, it can be hard to get someone's attention and really cut through. So when you have a rewarded video or a rewarded ad, you know that they're going to watch the whole thing and you know that they're going to be happy to watch it because they're getting something in return. There's that value exchange. Um, beyond that, I think Social is a great channel to reach your users right now. And in particular, TikTok, we've been seeing really great success with at MSC Saatchi Performance. Um, you know, it's just getting bigger and bigger. And um, the advertising on that channel can be really effective, especially if you're using like user generated content um, in conjunction with an influencer campaign. Um, yeah, we're seeing great results um, from TikTok. Cool. I, I, my last question, I think, is, is it's pretty broad, and I'm just going to throw this one at you, Adrian, and we'll start with you. You know, you've, you've read the report, like we said, you've distilled it, you've understood the insights. If you're to pick up the phone tomorrow morning or in the next 20 minutes and talk to a client, what's the number one tip you give them off the back end of this report? I think the number one tip is that um, consumers are shopping earlier than ever. They're starting in the fall, which is right now. So you know, no time to waste. We got to get on it and get, get those holiday campaigns started. Sarah, your number I, one tip. I, I really, I, I lean towards agreement with Adrian starting early is important. And I'll add that. I also think special promotion is going to grab the user's attention is um, having that competitive hot sort of offer in market is really, really what we would push our advertisers to push for this, this holiday season. Amazing. Well, Adrian, Sarah, thank you very much for joining us. I think there's been a lot of insight packed into this half hour conversation. I think marketers in general, uh, certainly all of our partners, anybody that I've talked to is doing a lot of work right now to, to gear up. I think that this report is going to be a key piece of, uh, of building this year's Q4 holiday advertising strategy. I recommend to all of our listeners, go read, execute, build, strategize, go forth and conquer. Uh, it's going to be a, a difficult Q4 to get, uh, uh, to get consumers bought in. Uh, but with these insights, I think it's going to be just a little bit easier. Thank you very much for joining us.